Hurricane Matthew struck Haiti on October 4, 2016, killing hundreds of people and causing more than a billion dollars worth of damage. Now there are fears that the hurricane's aftermath could exacerbate the cholera epidemic that's been going on in Haiti since 2010. I'm Stephen Morrissey, Managing Editor of the New England Journal of Medicine, and I'm talking with Louise Ivers, an Associate Physician in the Division of Global Health Equity at Brigham and Women's Hospital, and a member of the Special Consulting Group to the Minister of Health and Population of Haiti. Dr. Ivers has written a perspective article about efforts to prevent the spread of cholera in Haiti. Dr. Ivers, now that it's been a few months since Hurricane Matthew, can you tell us about the state of Haiti's cholera epidemic? Is there evidence that, in fact, there has been an increase in transmission? Certainly in the first few days and weeks after the hurricane, there were substantial increase in cases in the most affected areas that were hardest hit by the hurricane. So as plans were coming together to do a cholera vaccination campaign, there was a lot of anxiety and worry that the epidemic would substantially worsen, not just in those hurricane-affected areas, but also that that might spread to the rest of the country and cause a bigger increase in the number of cases. As you point out in your article, it's been five years since Haiti's cholera epidemic began, even six years, and it's still reporting more cases per population than any other country in the world. So why has cholera been so difficult to eradicate in Haiti? Well, yeah, as you mentioned, it's, we're now in the seventh year of this epidemic. Cholera is now endemic in the country. The main reason, I think, is just a, been a lack of sufficient resources. Haiti has one of the worst water and sanitation infrastructures in this part of the world, in this hemisphere. And since cholera is transmitted through contaminated water, contaminated food, it just has been impossible to completely control the epidemic. So we know exactly what to do. It's not a question of not knowing what to do. It's the question of delivering on what we know how to do. So a lack of sufficient resources has been a problem. And we've had periods over the last six years where the number of cases was substantially smaller. But then in 2016, even before Hurricane Matthew, cholera had really been on the rise with 29,000 cases in 2016 before the hurricane hit. So problems in getting access to clean water a lack of sanitation, especially in rural areas and dense urban slums, have been the main reason why the epidemic continues. So what can you say about the long-term plans to expand access to clean water to make those hygiene interventions in Haiti? So back in 2012, the government of Haiti and the government of the Dominican Republic came together with their partners, international partners and national partners, to make a plan, a 10-year plan, to try to eliminate the transmission of cholera. And a large part of that plan was to develop the infrastructure that would be needed to get access to clean water and sanitation to the population. But it's a very challenging physical and infrastructure plan and program. There's lots of diverse geographic areas in Haiti. There's mountainous rural places. There are dense urban slums. And the challenge is quite great. So the plan is there. Again, it's been largely a lack of resources to execute on the plan that's been the problem. And, of course, to put in public water systems and public sanitation systems takes some time. It's the engineering, it's getting access to rural places where there are not a lot of other systems in place. So that's something that's going to take time and money to do, as well as the political will, of course. So looking at it from another angle, there are two effective cholera vaccines that have become available in the past few years. And at reasonably affordable cost. What's the current state of vaccination efforts in Haiti? So Haiti actually has been on the forefront of using cholera vaccines to try to control cholera epidemic. And back in 2012, 
Partners in Health, an organization that I work with, as well as Jeskio, a Haitian NGO with the ministry, led the first cholera vaccination campaign, kind of as a pilot test to show that it was feasible and acceptable to the population to do it as a complement to the water and sanitation activities that were undergoing. They were very successful campaigns, and then between 2012 and 2016, their Ministry of Health undertook another series of campaigns vaccinating hundreds of thousands of people. And the ministry now has a plan, even before Hurricane Matthew, to try to vaccinate large sections of the population, so a whole department, the central department, which is like a state in Haiti. So they had a plan to do that, and now in October of this year, held a meeting where they brought together cholera experts and academics at the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention and others to try to give them some advice about how they might proceed with a larger scale vaccination campaign. In other parts of the world, cholera vaccination has just been slowly coming as a public health intervention that's considered acceptable and feasible and effective to do. And really since around about 2011, that's been something that's been increasing. And about 4 million people have been vaccinated around the world since 2013. So it's definitely something that experts and public health officials are beginning to see as something that is complementary to the kind of principles of water and sanitation intervention. So finally, what do you think it's going to take to eliminate cholera from Haiti? Is there enough support from the international community and enough coordination on the ground to make it happen? I think that what we put forward in this perspective, which I wrote on behalf of the consulting group, was that part of the plan should, of course, be working towards universal access to safe water and sanitation. That's a fundamental human right. It's a fundamental principle of public health, and it's something that we all wish for and desire for and are working towards for the population of Haiti. And then what we propose is a complementary strategy which would involve vaccinating the people of Haiti, especially the most vulnerable, but working towards vaccination of the whole population as part of the controlled strategy. Whether or not there are the resources to do that is the second question. But we think first we have to look at what the plan is and be clear and have consensus on what that is and then continue to seek increasing uh, access to the resources to do it. The United Nations recently admitted that they had had some responsibility for the cholera epidemic in Haiti and have committed at least $200 million towards working towards a plan for elimination of transmission. And $200 million will not be enough money to do it, but it will certainly be part of contributing towards making that happen. Thank you, Dr. Ivers.